You're listening to Plan Style Do, the wedding podcast. Hello and welcome to Plan Style Do. I'm your host, Jordan Weaver. I'm a wedding planner and stylist and founder of Jordan Weaver Events. Each week, I bring you bite-sized episodes and interviews with leading wedding industry experts to help take the stress and confusion out of planning your wedding. Well, over the past few years, community awareness of sustainability issues has been gaining huge momentum and a lot of us are trying to make small changes where we can to limit the environmental impact we're having. Now, I'm super aware that when you're planning your wedding, there's a lot going on. You've got dozens and dozens of things to organize and even if it's a priority in the rest of your life, the idea of having to factor in eco-friendly options for your wedding may seem totally overwhelming. Well, in today's episode, I want to encourage you, you can reduce the environmental impact from your wedding and it doesn't have to be a huge undertaking. There are really small and simple ways you can do this, starting with your wedding flowers. Today, I am chatting to Beck Caves. Beck is a floral designer, owner of Flora Folk Floral Studio in Sydney and a sustainable floristry ambassador. We're going to be chatting through five simple ways you can limit the environmental impact of your wedding flowers. Hey Beck, thanks for joining me. Hey Jordan, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Well, we're going to be diving into sustainability with floristry today. But before we get into those actionable tips for couples, you're an ambassador for the Sustainable Floristry Network. Can you tell me what is this? What is sustainable floristry and how did you get involved in it? Yeah, sure. So the Sustainable Floristry Network is a group of global floral designers. Um, It includes the likes of Shane Connolly, who was floral designer for Princess Kate and Prince William's Flowers. So, I mean, there's so much to sustainable floral design, but the network is being put together to help inform and educate the floral design community on sustainable methods and I think we're seeing clients follow along as well and we're sort of there to uh, help each other and create awareness about techniques and knowledge of products to be more sustainable in the industry which is really good. Oh, absolutely. Let's dive into some tips for couples because I know that sustainability, as I mentioned, is an issue that a lot of people are aware of, but when it comes to wedding flowers, they might not know how to apply that and and even how they can begin. So let's start with the idea of floral foam because it's something that is is known in the industry, but possibly couples don't know much about what it is and, and why it's so bad for the environment. So can you tell me about that and tell me what are some alternatives to, to floral foam that florists can use and couples can have for their wedding? Yeah, absolutely. So floral foam is the green foam bricks that you see floral arrangements often made in, particularly installation work like arbor florals or those floating style table arrangements. Um, It hasn't always been around. So it probably came, um, started being manufactured in the 80s. And obviously florists learn how to work with it in flower school. It has just become a part of a technique. But as we're learning, it 
isn't the best choice for nature and the environment. So basically it's made up of microplastics and also petrochemicals, which are quite toxic. So what happens is florists soak it in water for, for an event and often quite large quantities of it. And what happens is that water then gets washed down the drain with microplastic residuals, um, which is ending up in the waterways. And then the other problem is it, because it's plastic, it's not biodegradable. So after an event, it ends up in landfill and yeah, it will sit there. So the Sustainable Floristry Network um, is, has been absolutely amazing in sharing techniques for floral designers to achieve similar looks that clients are looking for. So one of the techniques that we use actually is chicken wire. So reusable chicken wire um, and then also sticking to vases on tables. So low ceramic vases, you really can achieve that sort of look that a client's looking for without using the foam. That is something that a lot of couples probably won't even think about, you know, but it, it's something that is definitely worth knowing um, and, oh, and taking a note of. Absolutely. And even myself, I've, uh, I've had my business for seven years and I obviously used to use it a lot until about three years ago, until I was actually educated by other designers in this network who I then became acquainted with, which is how I became a part of the network. I was just shocked actually at how bad it was. And I think Shane Connolly said it was one foam brick was about the equivalent of 12 plastic bags. Like you don't learn that in flower school. So if a florist doesn't know it, how is a client meant to know? And I think once clients know, they, they so happy to go with a low vase arrangement instead of a floral arrangement in foam because yeah I think they just don't know so I think that's up to us to kindly educate them and to see if they're open to the to doing vases and to be honest I don't think I've ever had an issue with a client um, insisting on using the phone they're like sure no worries sounds great yeah absolutely now I have also read in my research that Australia imports $75 million worth of flowers from overseas each year, which I find absolutely staggering. This must be having a huge impact on our carbon footprint. What are your tips for couples on avoiding that? Is it possible to create gorgeous bouquets and arrangements using locally sourced and seasonal flowers? What are some options for couples in that area? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously without going in, um, too much into the issues with imported flowers, because they do make up, like you said, such a huge part of the market. I think especially with trends on Pinterest and Instagram, that has caused a huge demand for particular varieties. And the thing with Australia is we're so lucky with our climate that we have access to so many beautiful locally grown and seasonal flowers all year. And that doesn't just include natives or those sorts of wildflowers, which people tend to think we've got the beautiful garden roses and garden flowers and the peonies and so many. So I think if you're open to working with your florist and the seasons, um, that's definitely a great option for more environmentally conscious flowers. And the other thing is they're actually cheaper than imports. So I think it's a win-win. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you know, like you said, we're not talking about 
getting rid of all imported flowers, but just being mindful about how you can kind of work in locally sourced flowers as well. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I think if you go to your florist and say, look, I'd love to work with locally or Australian grown flowers that are seasonal. Yeah, just be flexible and be happy to work with a colour palette and aesthetic, then I think that's definitely key. Working together with your florist. Great advice. Well, if you've ever been at a wedding at the end of the night, you will have seen how many flowers are left over at the end of the reception, which is absolutely heartbreaking. Not only because the couple have paid so much for these flowers and the florist has spent hours and hours uh, creating these gorgeous arrangements, but they're just going to be thrown out at the end of the night. So I always encourage couples to, to get their MC to make an announcement at the end of the night that guests can take their flowers home and enjoy them. Is that something you advocate to your couples as well? Oh, absolutely. So part of our pack down service is that we arrive a little bit earlier before the event finishes and we whisk in and all of the table flowers we wrap up and we place them at the exit for guests. And it's actually win-win for us because we get in there a bit earlier to pack down um, and it's you know, like half an hour earlier. So half the time the guests don't even notice we're there. And we sometimes will hand them out to guests or place them at the exit. And it's absolutely, I feel like it's one of my favourite things of doing an event is seeing how stoked guests are leaving and going, oh, are they for us? Like, I don't think think they realise that they can take them home. And um, it's just one of the best feedback points that we get is how happy people were that they could take home flowers and what a nice touch it was. And it's just really nice to know that they're going home to be enjoyed. I think it's a really lovely idea. So if you can offer that to clients or if you could ask your florist if this is a service that they do, it's definitely worth going for that. I've seen people try and smuggle flowers out under um, under coats and things. I'm like, it's okay, you can take them. It's all right. You yeah, know? exactly. So I mean, some, sometimes, it, uh, yeah, you see people going with the whole vases and that's sometimes they're hired by the client, but that's why we sort of go in early and we make sure it's all sorted out or if they might buy the vases so the guests can take home the whole flower arrangements, which is another really nice option. Well, we've covered quite a bit so far, so I thought we might do a little bit of a recap. So the tips we've covered so far for minimising the environmental impact of your wedding flowers. Number one, ditch the floral foam. Number two, choose seasonal and locally grown flower options. Number three, encourage your guests to take home flowers at the end of the night so they can be reused and enjoyed after the wedding. That brings us to our final tip, which I really encourage, and I'm sure you'll do the same. Speak to your florist before you book them or as you're booking them and find out their approach when it comes to sustainability. How would you suggest couples have this conversation with their florist? Yeah, so I think with florists, they all want to do the right thing by nature. We're all nature lovers, and it, but it's also, it's an economic thing. They're running a business. They don't want to say no to work, and they want to create the couple's floral dreams. So I think if you come to them and say, hey, I want to be environmentally conscious with my floral designs, perhaps ask to, if we could not use floral foam and the seasonal flowers, and just be really flexible, and they will love you for it. They'll absolutely want to work with you and um, I think the main thing I've taken out of 
this sustainability journey because it's absolutely a journey is you actually feel really good about it. You feel like you are making a difference and um, I think it's a really nice touch to, to your wedding if you can make a difference as well. Well, thank you so much, Beck. You shared so much wisdom today and really given me as well some insight into the behind the scenes of uh, sustainable floristry. If couples want to find out more about you and about your business, how can they reach you? So you can reach me on my website and I have some information on there about our sustainability philosophy and the things that we're working on. So that's at florafolk.com.au. You could also look at the Sustainable Floristry Network website and they've got some information on there and some of the floral designers around the globe that are um, taking on board these initiatives. So it's really good to read up on. Yeah, absolutely. And I will link to um, your website, your Instagram, and also the uh, Sustainable Floristry Network website in the show notes as well. So couples can check that out. Thank you for joining me. Well, that brings an end to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. Thank you for joining us. If you've enjoyed the episode, please jump on your favorite podcast platform, leave a review so that other people can listen in. I am Jordan Weaver. Thank you for joining me and I will catch you next time.